Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another Nacho Tuesday. And today I have Chad Holland here with Demand Cloud. And without further ado, we'd love if you could introduce your product and what you guys do over there. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Appreciate the opportunity to be on Nacho Nacho uh, Tuesday. Nacho Tuesday. Um, you guys have a lot of really interesting insights that end up getting shared on your show. Um, so. I'm with Demand Cloud. We offer a outreach platform that is an omni-channel outreach platform as of uh, Q4 this last year. And we've also integrated a lot of AI features and functionality that really help uh, sales teams, help um, SaaS leaders to reach out, make connections um, in an automated fashion through LinkedIn, email, SMS, and we also have calling built into our platform and you can manage all of your outreach through a single unified inbox. Um, we also have a database of over, um, well, it's, it's nearly 7 million records at this point. And so you don't have to have a third party data source. Um, and it's really easy to add to campaigns. We also have, um, with our new ALD, you can actually create and launch uh, an outreach camp within two to three minutes. Um, and so it's it's really simplified um, creating and launching and managing effective outreach. Uh, we also have video functionality within the platform where you can create um, video messages at scale with uh, one-to-many personalized video functionality. That's great. Yeah, especially in today's world with the in the world of automation, you know, the more personalized that you can get, the more it'll connect with your audience. Um, I guess for the uninformed out there, can you tell them the importance of omni the omni-channel approach and why it's so particularly effective for demand generation? Yeah, that's, I, I'm glad you asked that question because there, there's a lot of really awesome tools that are coming out now, right? And there's, there's lots of things to choose from. Um, some of the tools are kind of a volume play, like an email channel volume play, where you can just add endless numbers of email accounts to just blast as many people as, as you possibly can. Um, the reason that that's less effective is because people engage in different channels and, and also um, similar to needing to run ads in different channels, people need to, to see and, and hear from you in different channels before they're likely to respond. Um, and, and also, um, I, I think the value of reaching out through multiple channels is it also makes you be a little bit more thoughtful about your message so that you're not just sending this super canned message that sounds like everybody else's mm -hmm. and it's not as personalized and it's not as contextualized to the problems and challenges that your target customers are facing that your business solves for. And because we, we all are getting so much outreach messages in our inboxes now and LinkedIn email, text messaging and, and, and otherwise that, you know, it starts, it starts to just feel like a bunch of noise. Um, and so I think our platform helps businesses be more thoughtful about their outreach messaging and helps them stand out. And we actually are uh, able to help our customers get a 300 to 500% increase in their engagement and response rates. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty soon. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if they have like a plane flying around my building with a banner on it. Hey, did you get my email? 
Yeah. Did you check your email? Yeah, no. ch check your email. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that just gets old. Yeah, <laughs> but I got the LinkedIn request though. So uh, we, we love your platform actually. We've been using it for quite a while over here at Nacho Nacho. Um, and the one thing that we really like about it is that you can connect with people on LinkedIn. You can connect with them over email as well. Um, there's little minute, minute details too, like checking people's profiles and little triggers like that that aren't really annoying. And, and I'm a big fan of, you know, maybe doing one or two cold emails with somebody. I'm not, a lot of these email marketing people are sending like seven emails to people. And I think that's just way too much, but a small yeah. little thing, like just viewing their profile on LinkedIn, even if it's automated kind of just reminds them, Hey, I got an email from this guy without you know, message, messaging them over and over and over again, which can be kind of overwhelming for a lot of people these days. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you really, for outreach to be effective, you need to be genuinely networking with these people as, as well. That You know, you don't want to, if, if they get the impression, whether, whether this is your actual intention or not, that you just want to sell them something, they're going to ignore you no matter what you say. But if, if you're showing genuine interest in them and our platform can help with this by liking their posts, by following their profile, by, um, like you said, even just viewing their profile and, and, yeah. and then your messaging that goes along with that genuine networking messaging, um, sharing valuable content, sharing helpful information, not just, hey, get on the phone with me so I can sell you something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, and one, one of the reasons we like to do these webinars too is that you know, from this, people get to discover great new products, but uh, more importantly, people walk away with a lot of great tips and insights, you know, chatting with people like yourself. You know, there's a lot of uh, things you've been through over the years and a lot of knowledge you've, uh, you've uh, developed over that, over that time period and uh, that you can impart on other people that tune in. Um, I guess what got you to where you're at in your career? What, what got you uh, towards starting Demand Cloud and um, where'd your career start, I guess? I'll give you the short version because I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I've, I've, I, I got started in digital marketing. God, I guess about 23 years ago now, and I was really interested in it um, because I wanted to start my own business. And there is no education, uh, at least in traditional education, out there about digital marketing at, at the time. So I had to, to find something. And so I, I actually found um, a program back in the day by a guy named Corey Rudel that had been really successful at uh, selling eBooks, you know, and, but he actually produced this very comprehensive course, uh, especially for the time on digital marketing. So anyway, I, I dove in, I just consumed it uh, over several months period of time. I ended up getting a job for a, a local e-commerce business, um, doing a digital marketing for them. And then fast forward a few years, I ended up moving to New York, taking a job with a digital marketing agency there and working for um, a few other companies while I was there, including um, one of the ones that was the most interesting was uh, the Reader's Digest Association, which um, has, has since rebranded. But um, in all my experience, um, I still wanted to start my, my own business. I, I worked for a SaaS company here in Utah for a while. And that's really what kind of segued me into more B2B and less B2C and digital marketing. And we ended up um, starting their inbound marketing efforts um, and really ended up having a very successful program 
for them helping their business to grow by 40% in revenue year over year, a couple of years in a row. Uh, but ultimately I still felt I wanted to start my own business. So I started an agency and, you know, helping businesses with, with their marketing, just like I had for that SaaS company. And in the process, um, we were asked a lot, do you do outbound marketing as well? And we said, oh, of course we do. <laughs> what is that? How do we do that? And um, so we started using different tools out there to help with outbound marketing and, and got really good at it. And we always just found that a lot of the tools that we were using, just, you know, some had had this feature, some had that feature. We ended up having to use several tools to kind of do holistic outbound effectively. And so, so we ultimately decided we need our own tool that has everything that, that we wish we had in one place. And so that's, that's kind of how demand cloud outreach platform is born. Yeah. I found a, a lot of, a lot of agencies kind of breed these products, if you will, um, because they identified, you know, a lot of the people I've interviewed, uh, they really identify a, a key problem that a lot of their customers are having, and they come to this ex exact same conclusion, conclusion. Why don't we just build it ourselves? Um, then before yeah. you know it, you've productized your service and you have something you know that's really scalable, but you understand the problem. And because of it, you're able to build a great solution. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's not like we, we started uh, development not knowing what the, the market needed. You know, yeah. we, we were uh, actively doing outbound marketing and, and A-B testing and trying to see what worked, what didn't for client after client. And and so we, we kind of, it, you could kind of say it's it's a marketing tool built by marketers. That's always good to have. <laughs> um, I guess, what, what have you seen over the years as a really effective tactics or strategies for outbound that convert? Um, well, you know, the, it's... The, the, the way that we've ended up approaching it, that's, I, I think, uh, one of the most effective strategies is to take strategies that are very successful for inbound marketing, which um, involves content and involves, in a nutshell, providing value and help to your target customers as they're aware of a problem or challenge that they're trying to solve for trying to figure out how to solve for it and leading with value in your outbound. Like, I know you have this problem or challenge. Here's, here's something that, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be your own content that you've produced. You could say, here's this awesome article on Forbes or Inc.com on how to do this or about that. And I really liked this point about, it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you lead with value because you, you have to build trust because, because outbound yeah. is cold outreach typically you know certainly you can start with your first degree and second degree connections but a lot of it is is really cold they they don't know you from adam so yeah. why should they give uh, a rats about why you're reaching out to them you're just going to try to sell me something right you yeah. know but if if you build some trust and and show that you're genuinely wanting to network and i i have some information i don't know if you happen to see it or not that that might help you out. It makes a difference, right? And then also with that, the more personable and personalized in your messaging that you can be, the, the better. And that's one of the reasons why with our platform, we have personalized video messages where you can record a video and it will dynamically 
populate your prospects uh, LinkedIn profile in the background and you can actually take actions on their profile while recording the video so that when they see it, you don't have to record it for every single person. You just mm -hmm. record it once, but then we dynamically add their profile to their version of the profile that they get in their LinkedIn message. And it stands out. It's like, oh, this this person took the time to, to come to my profile, even though technically you didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Automation. <laughs> and, and so it gets their attention and then they click on it and they, they go to a land also personalized. You can have their name, their company name and different things. And it stands out and they're going to pay attention. And, and so if you're you're keeping personalization in mind um, and if you're leading with value, you're, you're going to stand out. You're, you're going to cut through the noise and, and get people to engage. That's a great point. And uh, one of the cornerstones of your strategy you mentioned was data um, without saying it directly. But uh, so the, the more data that you have on your customers, too. Right. And that's the big thing with inbound too, right. Collecting as yeah. much data so you could customize that that you user experience for people when they're using your product. Um, but same goes for outbound too, right? So the more data you have on the user, uh, for instance, utilizing their LinkedIn profile for the personalized videos, um, the more personalized yep. you can come across for people and the more likely they are to actually, you know, respond to your message and, you know, see, see that pitch as something tailored to actually help them. Um, and, and your actual desire to network them rather than just straight up sell them something, which everybody can read right away. <laughs> if you use those basic yep. variables like first name and company, you know, uh, <laughs> company names and all that stuff in the email. Yeah, because the most effective outbound is actually writing a message unique to that person. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, the challenge, of course, is that that's super hard time or time to do for every single person you're reaching out to. And then of course, on top of that, following up with them. Um, yeah. But if you utilize AI tools, um, and of course we have this built within our platform, but regardless of what the AI tool is that can help you collect that data about that person from their LinkedIn profile, from them online generally, and you say something in your message that is unique to them, that isn't just kind of the canned, hey, I, I noticed yours, your company's doing great things. Yay, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, you didn't look at anything. And, yep. and you say something about them as a person, you say something about their company that they actually have mm -hmm. done, you know, but AI mm -hmm. is, is a great way to help you um, do that at scale, right? And, yeah. and parse out that personalized information that you can utilize in your outreach. Yeah, I love it when I get emails, uh, they see I'm in New York and they're like, oh, go Jets. And I'm like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, I may or may not be a sports fan. And that yeah, may or may not why not be even like team. football, I guess. <laughs> and the Jets are yeah. like, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess what other uh, data tools and processes uh, should businesses be aware of in 2024? Um, I guess what what tools are available for them to really take advantage of uh, of uh, data collection and actually utilizing it and their strategy? You know, it's an excellent question. There's there's so many good tools out there, um, and and of course not just for outreach, but for for demand generation in general. There's there's great tools like Looker, Segment, Mixpanel, um, Amplitude. Um, I I think. Kind of the key with with the data tools, regardless of 
which one you, you choose to use is is accuracy in your data and yeah. accuracy yeah. In, in the information um, about your your prospects about their interest their intent intent data is big right abm is uh, account-based marketing is becoming bigger and bigger and yeah. we're actually encouraging kind of an account based marketing type approach a lot in and even outreach because if you can identify companies that are showing intent mm -hmm. um, before reaching out to them how much more effective and how, how much more open and responsive to your your message will they likely be yeah. right and yeah. so there, there's lots of intent bombora is is a great platform the challenge is a lot of these are super expensive right <laughs> For obvious um, reasons, <laughs> for for obvious reasons, right? Because it's kind of the cream of the crop people that are looking. But um, tools like Seamless.ai, Seamless has um, great data. We've actually used them a lot um, for some of our customers, um, either um, in addition to or, or sometimes even instead of our own database of, of records. Um, and one of the reasons why is because they. Um, now have an offering of intent data so you, you can search their database based on intent and I, I'm not 100% sure but I think that has something to do with an integration with Bombora or something but you know so if if you can get data that has intent data tied into it that will just make your demand generation that much more effective because your audience is in market yeah yeah that's uh I guess Google search was kind of the one of the OG uh intent-based uh, advertising channels because <laughs> um, right. somebody's going to go through the effort to you know type in a keyword or phrase to search for something they're much more likely to buy a product than somebody that's just hearing about it randomly and on social media somewhere right which tends to be more top of the funnel yeah it, it, it is it's it's a little bit in the middle of the funnel too but it's you know the, the buyer journey is is so much more done yeah before a person talks to a, a potential solution or company now like yeah. I, I think it's up to like 80 percent or more now um so so yeah ways that you can identify when people are at that point where you should get in front of them yeah um, you know and intent data is one of the the best ways to do that and it is part of the omni-channel approach too right so just being out there where people might not even know what they need actually <laughs> and they they hear about yeah. you they say hey there's a solution for that maybe they watched the webinar today you know they had no intent to figure out all these great tools like demand cloud uh, which could actually solve a real problem that they have um but you know here we are today right so it's great great top of funnel in that regard as part of an omni-channel approach but uh i guess what kind right. of uh, what tips would you offer for somebody starting a demand generation strategy from from ground zero uh, let's say they're a cash trap startup or an SMB and they want to get the most bang for the buck. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, it, it, regardless of the channel, regardless of it, whether it's inbound or outbound, um, for demand generation, you, you have to lead with value. Yeah. You, you have to share content in various forms it, you can start with with blog posts um, short form videos are great um, but you have to be sharing content that's valuable that's going to help people solve their problems and challenges 
Yeah. And, you know, social media posts, um, there, there's a, a lot of people that are starting to do um, carousel graphic posts now that are super helpful, right? You know, like, like as an example of someone that's, that's sharing, you know, top 10 prompts for chat GPT and they have a carousel that kind of walks you through the prompts and things like that. Super valuable content, right? And that, that does a couple of things that, it, it is helpful obviously to people, but it also shows that you know what you're talking about, that, that you're, you're someone to pay attention to, that your company should be paid attention to. And that generates awareness of you and your business and helps you attract people to start listening to you more, which gives you an opportunity to segue into, and here's how our solution can help you with that or solve that for you or, or make it easier for you. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I've seen a lot of those on Instagram and even LinkedIn. Um, if you're providing good quality information for people, not only are they likely to consume it themselves, but they're likely to share it to other people and increase the overall visibility. And even if it's right. something small as, you know, just posted by your account, that's still in that share, you know, when it gets reshared, it's still right there. You get the visibility, you know, maybe you could even say powered by your company in the bottom right corner, some small, subtle way to get your brand out there. But if we're doing it well enough sure. and people are resharing and they're seeing your brand and logo everywhere, uh, that builds, you know, awareness for your business, but also trust too, right? As an authority in that space, yeah. uh, which is very yeah. important for a B2B company these days more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that can be shared in, you know, in, in terms of intent, because a lot of the intent data tools are so expensive, they're out of the reach of yeah. a lot of small businesses. So if you're producing content, other areas that you, you can... Um, find intent, but but surface that by sharing that valuable content is in LinkedIn groups, um, you know, that are relevant where business, you know, even just a fact that somebody is in a LinkedIn group is, is an indicator that they're yeah. having intent around that topic, right? And so if, if you're sharing valuable content in those LinkedIn groups, um, that's that's a great way to to kind of indirectly say hey those with intent on this topic in this group here's some helpful valuable information and you build trust like you said and and attract them as a customer that's a great point i guess what other demand strategy uh predictions do you have for 2024 you mentioned abm was kind of a big trending theme it's been continuing from last year and the year before of course but um anything else yeah the, the biggest trend, it, and I hate to to beat a dead horse, but it's it's going to become more and more prevalent, but is the use of AI in all of your marketing efforts, your sales yeah. efforts. Um, and, and the reason why it's so important is for small businesses especially is, is it can actually help level the playing field. You know, because mm-hmm. small businesses don't have necessarily um, the internal and funding resources to just produce the content as quickly as they'd like to yeah. to market it as quickly as they'd like and different things like that. So you, use of AI tools, whether it's just straight using chat GPT or, you know, a, a competing um, AI platform or tools that take those models and make it easier to do specific things those need to be integrated in processes 
for marketing and sales and um, not only to, to level the playing field, but to give you a competitive edge because the companies that don't, they're yeah. frankly just going to be left behind. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I was playing with this video tool yesterday even. Um, you know, it's nice to have a human in the loop still, um, but you could, you know, follow the Pareto principle. You could have it do 80% of the lifting with like 20% of the effort, right? So, you know, I took mm -hmm. these, uh, one of our Nacho Tuesday webinars actually, and it's like a 30 minute webinar. And this thing really just condensed it down to these key talking points. It's called Munch. It's also on our on our uh, SaaS marketplace too. Um, they condensed it down to like these key segments of the video that were about a minute long, uh, which were pretty pretty on point in terms of like key talking points that came out of that 30 minute webinar. And then you could overlay text and you could do uh, the whole transcription and everything right there. Um, the end result, if you don't do anything to it, it's you know it's probably 80% of the way there. Uh, so you have to find yeah. some of the language and the way the content's presented, but it does a lot of heavy lifting for you right off the bat there. And it saves a lot of time for anybody that's trying to, you know, take some great content that they have and pull out the, the good stuff from it. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with what you, excuse me, with what you said about it's 80% of the way there. Yeah. Um, because it, it still is going to require a human touch, but you know, if it can save 80% of your time in the process, um, you know, why not? It gets you that much closer to, to the goal of, of producing good content. And, and the, the video tools that are coming out are, are, are pretty awesome. I, I'm totally spacing on the name of it right now, but I was looking at a video tool the other day that um, where you can create an AI version of yourself. Oh, yeah, we have one of those. It's called Hey Gen. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's actually yeah. the one. It's that's pretty neat. Hey yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I was looking at them the other day and, and I think you record like a two minute video of yourself and it and, and the quality of what it produces is, is yep. amazing. And then you can feed it scripts, right, of mm -hmm. exactly what you want it to say, which you could help uh, get help producing in yeah. advance with AI. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you can produce video after video without having to record. Do take one, do take 10 do yeah. take 20 before you're happy with how you worded something. Right. And yeah. so tools like that, that are just going to make it a lot easier for, for small businesses to be successful this year. Yeah. And the ums and everything that you have in there, you try to shoot a two minute tutorial video and there might be a couple ums in there where you just say, Oh, it ruined the whole thing, you know, but this thing just reads yeah. right off the script, like a, like a champ. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, yep. you know, pretty much looks and sounds like you, it's a little robotic sounding, but, um, it just, it gets it done super quick and, you know, it's very, you know, very reliable tool actually. Um, yeah, it's yeah, close enough, right? Oh, close enough, right? Like I said, 80% of the way there. So if you need to get something out, um, you know, I still feel like shooting something live and just doing the script in your own voice and really, you know, practicing for it is still the best way. But I mean, if you're in, yeah, if you're I, I agree, that, but if, fast. yeah, that's, that's the thing is, is I don't think you should do a hundred percent AI on, on that type of stuff. You just, like it, it's, it helps you do more, right? It helps yeah. you, um, especially for smaller teams than, than what you could do otherwise. Yeah. And what do you see, uh, what do you see as foresee as problems for demand generation in 2024 and beyond, especially with automation and AI, everything's getting a lot more fast paced and competitive. Uh, what tips would you offer in SMB to keep up with all this? I think the, the biggest thing is because, there's both a problem and a benefit to all the use of AI. And, yeah. and the problem is, is there's going to be a lot of crap content that's produced. 
And that's because some people are not going to take that 20% of the time to make sure that it's the, the copy's right, that the video's right, that, um, that it sounds personable. Right. And so the challenge that's going to create for the rest of, of people who do take the time is how are you going to stand out? And, and so I, I think if you focus and this, this is kind of the tried and true, um, thing that we've already said a, a few times is focus on value and producing quality content, regardless of the format, yeah. um, that that's what's going to make you stand out and, and cut through the noise. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, AI can do a lot of amazing things, but uh, don't use it as a don't use it as a crutch entirely. You know, don't uh, just depend on it to make all the videos for you. If you do eighty percent of the work, um, do that last twenty percent. You could get really great quality content out of there that actually converts uh, converts people as opposed to just flooding more noise out there, which ultimately is going to make exactly. it more competitive to have great content to really actually stand out. <laughs> exactly. And then the other thing I, I would recommend is, um, is, you know, utilize the data um, and the results of what you put out there. Make sure that you're you're focused on the right KPIs. Um, do A/B testing with anything that you do, even if it's just two or three variations uh, with anything that you do, um, because if, is, if you build testing into everything that you do, whether it's in marketing, whether it's in sales, you'll reach your goal, in my experience, five to 10 times faster. Because if you can identify a, a better performing um, version and eliminate the lower performing version and then run with that um, and then even A-B test that further, you'll, you'll get to your goal faster. Yeah, that's a great point because uh, the testing never ends, right? Even when you're building a product, you're always, especially software, you can iterate on things so quickly. Um, so you're always, you know, launching new updates, just improving, you know, onboarding UX as an example, uh, just making it always just a better experience for people. Um, but exactly. Yeah, I guess uh, what's next for Demand Cloud over the next few years? Well, um, we've we've got a lot of big goals and and plans. We are. Um, we're going to be expanding the platform quite a bit. Um, we're, we're still going to be offering um, outbound as a, as a standalone, but we're, we're expanding in a couple of ways. We um, are going to be releasing our own CRM that's powered by high level that our outbound platform will be uh, fully integrated with. Um, and, so kind of one of my goals and dreams with um, demand cloud is is to was to create a holistic marketing platform that you have the functionality of tools like HubSpot, but you also have the functionality of, of tools, um, outreach tools that are out there all in one place. And you can manage all of your digital marketing efforts in one platform. And so that's the not too distant future for what we'll be offering. And um, that may not be what everybody needs though. So we're, we're still gonna be offering 
outbound um, our outbound platform is is a standalone as as well. But yeah. for those that want to have everything in one place and to be able to run um, AI powered digital ads on all the different social platforms and search platforms to be able to automate their lead nurturing from their lead generation, they can do that. If they want to manage their outreach and their sales pipeline all in one place, one platform, uh, they're going to be able to do so um, with Demand Cloud. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we've, um, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, Nacho Nacho is a customer of Demand Cloud. So uh, it's been super powerful for us. So uh, very excited to see what you guys do in the future as well. It sounds like you guys are building a really uh, an amazing platform over there. Not that you already haven't. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, provided a lot of value for us, and I'm just excited to see the uh, new tools that you guys roll out over the next few years too. Um, definitely recommend anybody check out your guys' product. It's been uh, amazing for our outbound as well. Uh, we utilize it every single day. Um, you can grab it today in uh, Nacho Nacho's B2B SaaS marketplace. We have 25% cash back when you get it from us. Um, you know, we got the best tools here at, at Nacho Nacho and it's because we, uh, work with great company companies like Chad's here. So, uh, Chad, once again, thank you so much for coming on today. And, uh, we look forward to our continued partnership. Likewise. Thank you so much, Andy. You too. Take care. Yeah, that was pretty good, huh? <laughs>